This is the Ed Milet Show. Welcome back to the show, everybody. So this man sitting across from me, I just told him if he was a stock, I'd be buying him. And I mean that. He is already making huge waves in the world because his work is so profound, so impactful, so much so, by the way, that, you know, I do 52 interviews a year. I'd say 50 of them are through people that have reached out to the show. And then there's a few every year where I'm just persistent to find them and get them on the show. And in this man's case, I pursued him. I wanted him here today because I believe his work can change your life. And I think we can do that in the next hour. And so I don't even know what I'd call him. I guess I'd call him like a holistic healer um, of both the spirit, the mind, and the body. Yeah. And his work is very diverse. It's profound. It's made a big impact on me. We could go three hours today, and we have to squeeze it into an hour. So Dr. Christian Gonzalez, a.k.a. Dr. G., great to have you sitting across from me. What an honor, man. And what what a beautiful intro. This might be the best one. I feel really full, nourished, open. I'm ready to talk about it all, man. You, okay. you shoot, and I'm going to be like an old Western guy, boom, 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 right from the head. <laughs> all, right, all right, good. Because we're going to go, I just want everybody to know, we're going to go all over the place today because you can with him. Yeah. And so there's things I'm going to ask for me. And then there's things that we'll ask for the audience. So let's start in the very beginning for me. I want to talk about what I'd call like energetic imprints from stages of our lives and our body. Okay. So if you grew up with trauma or uh, anything as a child in your life, does that get imprinted into your body and how does it manifest itself if in fact it does? We, we went right off the gate with my yes. favorite stuff, man. Okay. This, is, this is so relevant to mm-hmm. everything. Okay. It's relevant to physical health. It's relevant to relationships. It's relevant to business. Okay. How safe you feel in your body mm. to express who you truly are dictates everything. Mm. And, and this can't be understated. Okay. You know, when I, when I was in school, we were learning so much about the physical. Mm-hmm. And then mental health started coming to the surface. We talk about anxiety and depression. But we're really missing the point about what happens, as you say, energetically imprinting when we're young. Ultimately, what happens is we are free children. You know, I, if, if I had a, a home video of you from whenever you were five years old, guarantee you threw a tantrum. People, parents out there, you got kids, you know your kids are throwing a tantrum. And it's because when we're children, we have that stimulus and there's no filter. It's full expression. Yeah. When we're hungry, we cry or we go, mom, I want food right now. We poop when we need to poop, we cry when we need to cry, we get angry, and we have that energy moving through us. Energetic imprints or constriction of our true authentic expression happen at a young age, right around the age of six or seven when our brain waves change. Mm. And this is when we become more autonomous in our ego. So parents out there, if you have a six or seven-year-old, you're going to hear your kid going now more, I want to do this. No, I want to I wanna climb the tree now. Mm. I, I want to choose my outfit now. Mm. It's because the ego is being developed. This isn't by mistake. We need to go through life with a sense of self-identity so we know who we are relative to other people. And this is how we grow and we survive. But when we grow up in a household where the normalization of our experience is trauma, generational trauma, when we have a father who has his own father wound and doesn't know how to handle his own anger, so he holds it and holds it and holds it in and then blows up and the whole house is scared. Sounds familiar. Right? Sounds very familiar. A lot of men out there know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm. Or when we have a mother who is just completely unhinged, crying all the time and then angry all the time, and we don't feel safe around the feminine, what does that say when we're children and we can't express who we are? Mm. Ultimately, what happens is this. we 
sacrifice our authentic expression, those tantrums, the crying, all the things we needed to do for safety. Because this is evolutionarily imprinted in us. We need to survive. We need food. We're going to conform to the norms of the household, even if it's not healthy, in order to survive. So we begin to hold back. Instead of being angry, we know, okay, now we're at the age of six or seven. We have that consciousness, that egoic part of us there. When dad gets mad, mom gets this, the whole house is not good. My brother cries, my sister cries, we go to our rooms. It's not good. I shouldn't show my anger. Mm -hmm. This is the rationalization we make. Mm -hmm. That's the energetic imprint. We now begin to repress that and compensate with something else, like people pleasing, for example. Mm -hmm. So now this is when we see teenagers young adults, adults, you know, you ever meet the people who they're just really nice, but you're like, this is, they're like kind of too nice. You don't feel very comfortable because they're super like yes. anxious, nice. Yes. Those people are just angry, deeply angry and have not confronted that deep emotional repression of anger because they never felt safe. They weren't safe to do it in their home. Of course, they're not safe to do it in school. Of course, they're not safe to do it in their college, in their marriage, all throughout life. And this is what happens. That affects yeah. relationships, business physical manifestation of health everything and it's not just anger it's every emotion whatever was safe or unsafe in your house begins to be repressed or expressed and dictates your persona your egoic mask through your whole life okay i want to stay on that here we go you guys i told you we're right out of the gate so there's been some talk about how that does uh, show up in our personality a chronic people pleaser could actually be angry your work though struck me um, that it actually can show up in the body later in life as an illness or an ailment or a soreness in the body, mm. inflammation in the body. I want everyone to really listen to what I'm about to ask in his answer here. I thought, and by the way, this is an overgeneralization, okay? My dad died relatively young of cancer, relatively young for a, for a very healthy man. And I look at other friends of mine who have had health ailments younger than what I would think should happen in a body most of them come from not, I don't know what we call not normal, but some trauma, stress, something at some point in their life or childhood. So would you talk about the part of these imprints or emotions or trauma emotionally manifesting itself in the physical? I want to go to the physical part for me because there's a lot of people I go, man, my back's sore all the time. Yeah. yeah. And they think it's because how they sit in their seat. Right. Or, man, I, I chronically have headaches or whatever it might be in their life. And you really believe that to some extent, this can be emotional stuff showing up physically in the body, correct? Yeah, absolutely. We need to bridge things, right? Okay. Because we can be conventional and we can be physically based and we can look at Newtonian physics, right? Where we just see this is the manifestation of physical universe. Yeah. But we know the body's energetic. Okay, so how do we bridge that? Right. You know, Dispenza does some awesome stuff with mm -hmm. quantum mm -hmm. physics. It's my dude. So what we need to bring is more clarity and simplicity. And this is about my life. Listen, I, I ain't the smartest guy in the world. I just need simplicity to understand, okay, now it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I want to simplify. If we look at upstream, there's a fountainhead. And that's the energetic. You have to have your energetic emotional body aligned. Okay. If not, there's a compensation that happens like the people pleasing or addiction or OCD or anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, the mental disorders we see that are downstream due to the emotional repression. And then the physical happens. Okay. When you're holding in so much for so long, we see the expression of that in physical. Well, how does that happen? Okay. We know in evidence, let's talk, for example, cancer. 
Yeah. And that was my specialty. I did my residency right. in oncology. I know my mom died of cancer when I was in school. I know a lot about this. Mm. And in the evidence, we know diet, obesity, right? We know alcohol, smoking, all the things that we need to remove from our lives to put ourselves in a good state. We know the genetic piece is smaller, about 10% or less. Mm. But they say stress. Stress mm. is a very ambiguous term. There's physical stress. If you and I are working out seven days a week, all day, we're going to be physically stressed, especially as we get older. Sure. It's not a hormetic stress anymore. And then there's the chemical stress. If we walk into a building that has asbestos, our body's going to be chemically stressed. Mm. But then what about the mental stress? People just go, I'm stressed. What does that mean? If you show up at home and you go, honey, I'm stressed. Well, what I hear is, okay, you're stressed, but there's something deeper. You're stressed because there was an emotion that wanted to be expressed that you didn't allow or feel safe enough to express. Mm. So if they go, I'm stressed, well, why? My boss yelled at me. Okay, well, why? Well, I actually wanted to yell back, but I couldn't because mm. I'd get fired. What happens is when we hold and hold and hold and hold, our nervous system becomes burdened. Where does that translate into the fascia? The fascia is all around the muscles. It's sort of mm. the deeper skin that we have. It's aligning all around. It encases everything. Mm. This is why. When we are tense or stressed, it's a full body situation. Yeah. We're, it's full. We feel it all over the body. Sure. When we have a headache, we feel it in the back of our head, but also there's tightness in our chest. Yes. It's because there's one piece of energetic fabric that translates electromagnetically. Mm. It's not electrochemical. It's electro. So meaning that it's faster than the speed of light. It's, this, it's the same thing that keeps us safe in our environment. Our fascia is scanning the environment to see if we're safe. Mm. So if we grow up in a home that is not safe, our fascia is super activated, connected to our nervous system, the emotional centers in our brain, knowing that if we smell a perfume, if we smell a scent, our fascia contracts. Well, what happens when we're in a contracted state? That tension puts a burden on our nervous system over and over and over. We're in a perpetually sympathetic state. Yes. Well, now we're thinking how that affects nervous systems to hormone, nervous system to immune. Now we're starting to see the physical manifestation. Do you think I'm going out there on a limb? But do you think that it can turn on gene expressions? Of course. So meaning that we've all got this cancer gene in our body, mm -hmm. but this type of stress, inflammation, whatever it might, can prematurely turn those expressions on. Exactly. So wow. we're talking upstream now. Yeah. We're talking at the fascial level mm. when, you, when, you, when, it's, when it's communicating to your nervous system about not feeling safe. Downstream, we're starting to see that inflammatory state. Mm. When you have your cortisol really high, okay, great, and then it dips really low. Epinephrine is really high. You're running away from a lion that doesn't even exist, not for a day, but for a year, yes. for two years, for three years. That's depleting your hormones, your immune system, susceptible to, uh, to infection. But you just mentioned gene expression. Mm. Our genes are listening to our state of our body. If we're not made to run away from a lion, every single day. But if our genes are getting that signal, they're turning on very specific proteins to protect or adapt to that state that we're in. This is a wow. Now we're talking about the physical manifestation. That's downstream. That's years from you repressing emotions. Wow. When you are repressing the emotions, we're talking about years upstream. So ultimately the bigger question is this, how do we prevent disease? Now, this isn't going to say if you release your repressed anger, you're not going to get cancer. Right. There's many different factors. Sure. Cancer is multifactorial. So are other diseases. Eat healthy. Do all the things. The working out. Have close relationships. But my God, if you're doing all those things and not even looking at what you're holding in your body, you are missing the whole point of what it means to mm -hmm. be healthy. How does somebody, you use the term, by the way, I'm already loving this and we're going to go a little long. I can just feel it. Um, you talk about building a relationship with your body. That's a term that you use. 
what does that mean? Does that mean like, just pay attention to what you're feeling in your body? Does it mean, like I never do that yeah. until it's really bad. I'm like, man, my shoulder's jacked right of course, now. Of course. But I'm sure it was tense or sore for a long time. I'm just busy, stressed, whatever it might be. As I've gotten older and I've started to do a little bit more yoga and stretching and breathing techniques, meditation, I feel like I've started to do what I think is build a relationship with my body. But what does it mean for you? you and that? you are. And you okay. are. The, the, to be healthy is to be embodied. But you can't be embodied till you're in your body. We disconnect from our body. You were in your body. Everyone around and everyone listening was fully in their body when they were kids. That's why we got the stimulus, expression without fear. And then we just went on. When we dropped our toy into a ravine and we lost it forever, we cried and we cried. And then one hour later, we got a new toy or we're eating lunch and we forget about it. Yeah. Why do we stick and stick and stick and still think about things? What happens is our ego is so smart. Our ego is so smart. Our identity is so smart. It keeps us away from the pain in our body. Our body is always trying to heal. You know that if you cut your knee, mm -hmm. we just expect it to heal. Mm -hmm. We are the ones that pick the proverbial emotional scar, the wound, mm. every time we protect ourselves from expressing. Mm. And we are always presented with these experiences through life to express it. This is why angry people attract angry situations. Mm. Sad people attract situations that make them want to cry, but you keep swallowing it. Well, what happens when we pull away from the body, pull our awareness away from the body, and we go into our head, we're in these cycles of distraction. Right. Mm -hmm. We are always picking up our phone. The sex addiction is back. The workaholic is back. Mm -hmm. The addiction to use is back. Mm -hmm. The anxiety. I can't be home. I can't be by myself. It's because subconsciously we know that when we stop and when we're with ourselves, we're only left with what's in our head and then what's in our body. Uh, well, well. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And when we're, in our, when we're alone and we finally stop what's in the head, the body does what it does best. And that's heal. We remove the dam and we allow the water to flow. And when that water flows, ooh, it's intense. Now, we've convinced ourselves that we're going to die. Basically, whatever's in here is so painful that I can't bear to witness it that I would actually ruin my family with addiction, ruin my family with, with uh, overworking, anxieties, the depression, all the things that ruin your life. Yes. We'd rather do that than feel what's inside. But what I tell oh my the- My gosh, so good. What I'm telling the listeners here is that what's inside- ain't going to kill you. You want to know how I know? Because you're alive. And when you were, when you were young, you were expressing everything and you were fine. You express it. It's painful. It's intense. And then you move on. And on the other side of that emotion is this beautiful potential that you forgot was there. This is why when people release the emotions when we're working together, they have all this sadness and then all this anger and then they're shaking in fear and then they're angry again and then cry one more time and then... <gasps> Oh my God, I feel light. I feel clear. Is this love? I feel love. Oh my God, I feel in love. I feel so embodied. My body feels so good. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about Shopify. You know, when I started the show, the furthest thing from my mind was doing online business. And now I can't imagine my life without it. So I love Shopify because they're a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. So whether you're in the startup phase where you're just launching your online store or you're at that really big business where you're like, hey, we just hit a million bucks in order stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. They've helped me through every single stage. I wouldn't even know what to do without them. So whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered big time. 
They help turn browsers into buyers. They convert their checkouts 36% better than all the leading competitors. And I've used them for everything I do online. So every single thing you see that I market online, Shopify is somehow involved. I wouldn't even know what to do without them. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mylet, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mylet now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash mylet. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? Then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a full body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See eBay Motors. Chinese medicine is awesome. It's yeah. been around for a long time. Mm. And they've done some great work at identifying what's where. Ultimately, if you look at Chinese medicine, they pretty much nail the emotions to the body. We know that sadness and grief is in the lungs. This is why when people are sad or they're swallowing all their emotion, they may manifest with something like asthma or a tight chest or feel like a weight is on my chest. That's not by mistake. What I see is a lot of anger and fear is in the belly. So when think about when you get punched in the stomach and you hold, that mm. tension happens when you don't want to release that anger. Mm. So usually I see people with gut issues. This is why when you release those deep repressed emotions, those physical issues downstream mm -hmm. almost miraculously change. And I'm not, this isn't a pie in the sky. Yeah. I've seen women who are infertile for two years come and in one hour, one session, crack open that pain that's in the womb from this particular person having her boundaries crossed in college when she said no, mm -hmm. and a month later get pregnant. I've seen gut issues go away, skin issues, like miraculous type shit. Why? Because they're finally letting themselves be. You've even seen period pain in women, menstrual pain become diminished when they release some of these things, correct? There's actually a cord of property of that even, you believe, mm -hmm. to some extent. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying this from the perspective of, yeah, I'm a naturopathic doctor too. Like I understand the sure. pathologies that happen. I right. understand the mechanisms of what happened. Mm -hmm. I understand the importance of food and supplements. Yes. This was my career. Right. And by the way, everybody stay tuned because we're about in a minute going to turn to food, gut health, breathing, mm -hmm. nose breathing techniques that will help you with yeah. these things. So we're about to go there, but I want to establish the basis. There's also something really interesting that you had a piece of content on. It was either pod, on your podcast, by the way, which is called Heal Thyself, you guys. It was awesome. Um, but it might have been on your Instagram. I'm not sure. But you're actually talking about physical signs that you may be in a relationship that doesn't serve you. So I just think this is like a neat thing to add to the equation because I think, I think a lot of times people are, right now, millions of people that are listening to this, some of them are like, am I in a good relationship? Should I right. stay in it? Is there a better one for me? Is this causing me stress? Is it serving me? Is there a toxic element of it? This relationship, by the way, could be an intimate relationship, a friendship, the way you connect with your mom or your dad. Mm -hmm. it, could be some, it could be all different types of relationships, but you actually say, actually, pay attention to your body yep. when you're around these people. So this is awesome, you guys. What should we be paying mm -hmm. attention to? That's a great question, Ed, man. This is, this is good because everyone is in something, mm -hmm. some sort of relationship. Life's about relationships. Mm -hmm. 
And relationships are essential to nurture our overall health. We need to feel in community and connected. Ironically, many of these relationships are going to show you exactly the part of you that is unhealed. That part of you that is so repressed and unhealed. This is why that person that we love so much, that we live with, shows us that mirror and gets us the most angry than anyone ever has. It's because we often look at that mirror they show us and instead we look past it and we start cursing them out. You're right. Stop showing me the mirror of the things that I don't want to heal that are so unsafe for me to express in this relationship. And you're reminding me of what it was to live in the household that I did. Mm. That's essentially what happens Mm. in so many words. Yeah. So it takes a level of first self and body awareness. You need to connect to your body and we'll go over a few things later, but there's an importance of feeling what it feels like in your truth. What does it feel like if you put a plate of broccoli or a plate of kale in front of you? Which one does your body want? Because you need to be that in tune with your body. If you're on a first date, within five seconds, 10 seconds, you can tell if this person, if your body is open or contracting to this person. Contracting. Mm. It's, It's all about the expansion or contraction. Your body knows better than you before you even know that you know. There you go. And you have to be connected to that. So when you have that self awareness in the relationship, you're going to see okay, this is something that is showing me the triggers. Can I authentically? And take, and take the full accountability of, yeah, you know what? This is, this is my shit. Mm. I love you. You've been calling me out and mm. holy shit, I am angry. Mm. And it's not about you. It's the relationship with my dad. And you're reminding me of my dad, mm. the way that you say and do this. You know what? I have work to do. Mm. Or actually, I love you, but this is not my shit. Mm. You know, this, mm. honey, I love you, but this is yours. So are you paying attention to the tension in your body if someone's in your presence? Because I'm going to share something with the audience that surprised me. I heard you do that piece of work. can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, but it's true. I started to actually listen to my body when I was around certain people. So like one of my really close friends, Kelly, I notice when I'm around him, my body's at ease. I actually decided to take an inventory of physically how I feel. Obviously, I laugh with him and all this other stuff, but like, ah, I went and visited my mom right about three days after I had viewed that piece of content. I was like, man, my body's relaxed around my mom. Yeah. Right. I have a other person in my life business wise though, that immediately it was a zoom. Man, I got tense right away. Like really tense. And then the other one shocked me, bro. When I'm alone with me, I have tension in my body. Mm Mm-hmm. Because all that thing you said earlier is really true. And I went, I don't, I'm not comfortable with me yet. Yeah. That relationship with me, really tense. Like I, I found myself wanting to watch Netflix or get on my phone yeah. or think about a problem to distract myself instead of just being yeah. with me. And I went, that's something to evaluate. And so everybody listening to this, how's your body respond when you're around somebody? Mm-hmm. Those of you that also are listening, here's how profound his work is. You go, I didn't have trauma as a kid. It can be pretty subtle. And I'm not going to have you go into this because I got to ask about some solutions. But one thing you said is like, even having a little boy, what's one of the worst things you can say to a little boy? Stop crying. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem like trauma when you were a kid, but it's a form of it, right? Mm -hmm. It's a form of expression that was suppressed that gives an imprint. And I think back with my son, I did that all the time. Max, stop crying, right? Stop crying. I didn't do that with my daughter. I did it with my son, right? I treated him differently based on their genitalia, which is insane, right? But I did do that with my son. Stop crying, Max. Stop mm-hmm. crying. And these are just things to learn. You go, I didn't have trauma as a kid. 
there's just imprints that happen. There's things when you're a kid, you're playing on the playground and someone rejects you and it's an embarrassing moment. That's an imprint. So to evaluate these things matters. Let's talk about a little bit of, of some of the solutions yeah. that you recommend. And some of them are going to go like really base stuff. But talk a little bit about breathing and nose breathing for a minute because it's really made an impact on my life. And I feel when I breathe what I consider to be differently than my normal breathing pattern, I immediately, tra it transforms my physiology and mm -hmm. it transforms my emotions. So what would you teach the audience about breathing, how they should breathe, and the importance of it? Yeah, so it's funny because when I see my clients, we have very specific breathing that I look at. Mm. Most people have their stomach fully sucked in and they're breathing all the way to the top of their chest, okay. right? And if you and I go for a hike and we see a bear, the first thing we're gonna do is go, <gasps> And we're going to suck in all that air to our chest, right? That's the sympathetic signal to our body that we're not safe. Now, how many listeners right now is your belly sucked in, right? Because mm -hmm. you're just too afraid to just let it out in the first place. And you're breathing very shortly to your chest. Your diaphragm isn't even fully expanding. Mm -hmm. This is a first thing to just bring awareness. Are you even in a grounded state? Because if you're relaxing your belly... You're giving permission for your diaphragm to fully expand, fully contract, and you're allowing your nervous system to ground, to calm down. Mm. Think about it this way. If your belly's sucked in and you're breathing into your chest, you're running away from a lion. If your belly's relaxed, your shoulders are down and you're breathing into your belly, you're in your tent in safety so or you're good. in your cave in safety. So good. Right? So if we use our mouth, right, oftentimes that's going to be the same thing. If we see the bear, we're going to go... <gasps> We're going to suck in, if we're not going to go, we're going to suck in all the air from our mouth and we're either going to freeze or sprint. You're a big guy, but you ain't fighting the bear. You and I are going to run real fast, right. Right? right? High school track type stuff, all right? Yes. So when we're breathing into the mouth and, and, and sucking all that air, that's putting us in the sympathetic. So this is where you talk about that nose breathe. The grounding is really powerful when you're breathing in and then breathing out even longer. That's a perfect way to ground yourself. Let's say you're Breathe feeling- Breathe out through the mouth? No, through the nose. Through the Both nose. through the nose. In through, through the nose, nose out in through, through the, the nose. nose. Out through the nose, but longer out, longer exhales. That's a great way to ground yourself while paying attention to your belly. Is your belly relaxed? Are your shoulders down? So let's say you're about to get on stage and you hate public speaking, mm -hmm. you know? Put some earplugs on or go into your car, close your eyes, relax your belly, put your shoulders down, do a breathe in maybe for three and then a breathe out for six. Do that 10, 15 times. You're, you're already going to be in a grounded state. You're going to be nervous, but not as nervous as you were. Mm. Whereas if you really want to activate yourself, suck in your stomach, breathe into your chest, breathe, use, go through the mouth, <sighs> suck in all this air and then breathe out shorter. Long inhalations, shorter exhalations. That's a way to activate. This is why breath works. A lot of breath works go, go, <gasps> right? Mm -hmm. Breathe in, short out. Breathe in, short out. You're activating the sympathetic. Yes. And this is where we go to when emotions start moving. Because okay. usually when there's an intense charge of emotion, we have to be in that sympathetic state, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. when we're going to cry, we're not just going to be chilling and then mm -hmm. out of nowhere cry. We're going to be, <gasps> right? Mm -hmm. So both work. Most of us are in sympathetic. So we really need to ground ourselves so every good. day. Like I know it worked for you. Do it in the mornings mm -hmm. or do it, in, do it midday, right? When yes. you're in that tornado work. That's right. Five, 10 minutes, you're back to grounded. You're good for the afternoon. Brother, it's brilliant work. I have to tell you that uh, I teach the mouth breathing and short breathing with my athletes who need to get in a peak sympathetic state exactly. to go compete or go to combat or go to whatever. But when I'm teaching people to 
we won't talk about it today, but your CRV and everything, your heart and brain coherence is the type of breathing that he's describing through the nose and out through the nose again, as I really work. Now you use the word grounding. I want to talk about literal grounding now. Mm -hmm. Most people don't even know what that term means. But one of the things, I live at the beach, but I also fly a lot. And one of the things you recommend is actual doing actual grounding with your feet. And I think people just take this stuff for granted. But I know in my body, I really guess I am maybe becoming more in tune with my body because I feel so much better. I mean, instantly when I take my shoes off and I can be outside on the earth and I'm grounding. So can you tell them a little bit about what, and by the way, might as well also add to that why inside someone's house they shouldn't wear shoes from from health benefits. Right. So just overall talk about having your shoes off and grounding. My brother. This is sometimes grounding is too free to believe mm-hmm. or it's too good to believe. Mm-hmm. But what intelligence that we are around, what body intelligence, what wisdom that we are conductive beings and the earth literally has the things we need in order to reduce inflammation, increase our nervous system, reduce blood sugar, increase the antioxidants, brain health, balance of parasympathetic and sympathetic, mm-hmm. right? Whoa, you mean to tell me my nervous system can be balanced if I put my feet on the ground? Yeah, that's the reason you feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Every morning, I take off my shoes. Every morning, I'm in my front yard. There's people walking their dogs, mm-hmm. and I'm doing Tai Chi or I'm moving my body, mm-hmm. right? Just loosening my joints. And it's so important. Yeah. You will find the more that you get into a grounding state, if you have any of these trackers, like your whoops or your aura rings, mm-hmm. you're going to find things are going to get better. Your heart rate variability will get better. Your sleep will get better. Mm-hmm. It's so free and so amazing Mm. and it's not on some hippie stuff there's evidence to this and when you read the evidence you're like whoa like Mm. this is like day and night Mm. now to contrast that putting on shoes rubber is stopping the conductivity from the ground should you wear shoes at home no no Mm. we know that shoes track in feces germs yeah Mm. but also pesticides Mm. the stuff that we really need to watch out for Mm. it's not only in our food but we try it's unfortunately all over the environment Mm. so we're picking it up tracking it and there's different studies that show that there's actually not a negligible amount but a significant amount of crap literally Literally. and pesticides that we bring into our home that can be affecting our health so look your grandma was right your auntie was right Take off your shoes, mm-hmm. go in. Everyone, even the, 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 the cleaning people, the, uh, the mechanics or, or the, the maintenance people, they take off their shoes. Everyone got booties on. Yeah. You ain't coming to my house with no shoes. Seriously. Yeah. So one, there's the, I'll call it germ effect, whatever we want to call that. Yeah. But the other one, you guys, of putting your feet on the ground with mm-hmm. no shoes on. It seems so darn basic. By the way, all of you that have, that have done it like as a kid, you're like, that does feel better. Does. And you and you don't give yourself the gift of doing it. I find, by the way, for whatever reason, the closer I am to the water, for some reason, it's even stronger for me. I don't know if the vibrational frequency it's is different. absolutely stronger. Is it? This really? is why the, the beaches. If you're, if you are, how many this people, why people love the beach? Because if you think yeah. about it, what do we really like about sand? It gets in your food. It gets it in gets your in toes. Your like, what eyes is it? In it right, yeah. What is it that we must like? So that's what we like, dude. This is this is uh, how many people are pissed go to the beach and still pissed. There's a reason <laughs> we're true. grounding. We, we are, we are evolutionarily seeing bodies of water that are, mm. that our body is coherent to. Mm. So literally our nervous system gets coherent to the waves. Right. Yeah. And on top of that, the closer you get, you're getting a wave of negative ions, just like from the ground, okay. but now from the water. We, every Wednesday, my friends and I go to the beach and we jump in the water. Mm. We do it. We have a dip club every mm. Wednesday. And for that reason, not only community, grounding, nature, seeing the horizon, seeing the sunset, 
mm-hmm. getting the sun signals, and we're getting the negative ions. Everyone is on cloud nine after. This is so good. You know, you think about it. Very few people leave the beach mad. I bet if they did a study, I'm sure there's been fights at beaches. There has been. But I bet of all the locations right. on Earth, it's one of the least violent fighting environments on the planet. It is has like, to be. Think about the... Um, Think about how many fights there should be at the beach. There's hundreds of people, all within inches of each other. Everyone's body's showing. Every dude's checking out every girl. Loud music. Loud music. Drinking. Yeah. There should be tons of fights at the beach. But there's not. But there isn't. They keep it to the boardwalk. It's right. <laughs> they they not wait, on the beach. Like, they it's wait, like sacred ground. I actually think that there's some data to support this stuff yeah. for sure. All right. A couple other things. By the way, I told you guys. I told you. I just told you. You're already sharing this and writing this stuff down. And we're going to go back into some other stuff in a second as well. But I've become more and more fast with the gut, with the microbiome as well. And I want you to talk a little bit about that relationship in the body as well. And then also I'm going to add to it um, your work about colors in food. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I told you, I prepped for you, bro. You, you, so, you did. So, man, you went deep. Well, I love your work. It, I said you. this is more for me today than anything. But talk a little about the gut a little bit, how that has a, you know, a, um, a connected obviously negative or positive benefit to the body and our mind, our spirit, and also food colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So now we're going into that physical realm of mm-hmm. gut and gut health. And it's it's crazy. When I came out of school, we were talking about gut health. Years later, 10, 12 years later, it's, it's blown up that there's always new data coming out mm. and it's becoming more and more expansive and exotic. We're like, whoa, wait a minute. This disease is connected to your gut health. This emotional state or mental state is connected to your gut health. Mm-hmm. We know that anxiety and depression has a role with mm-hmm. our gut dysbiosis. How, how inflamed or imbalanced is our native gut species to the pathological gut species? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the food system has lended itself to imbalancing our gut. Mm-hmm. But it's not only the food system. It's not only just eating crappy food. Okay. It's also your mental state, but it's also coming again tied to emotions. Mm. If you're in a sympathetic state, that is changing your gut ecology over time. If you're in a sympathetic inflammatory state, mm. it's not nurturing your gut, mm. right? Your body doesn't even care about nutrient absorption. Your body does not even care in that moment about your digestive system working to optimal levels. It cares about getting blood to your muscles. It cares yeah. about your brain being focused enough to get you away to survive. That's it. Doesn't even care about reproduction. So we have to think about our gut ecology. This is where the nutrition piece comes in, right? I said, if you're doing the things nutritionally, you're working out, you have the good connections community, but you have the emotional repression, it's all for naught. It really is. You need to look at the emotions. If you listen to this show for a while, you've heard me and my guests talk a lot about how critical it is to have your wellness goals in order, especially lately with me. So you know how powerful visualization is. When you visualize yourself 1, 10, 30 years from now, you've achieved all your goals. Ask yourself this, am I healthy at that point? In your visions, of course you are. But like anything else, without a plan to get and remain healthy, you can't hit the goal. That's why I'm so thrilled to be partnering with Life Force. It's co-founded by my good friend Tony Robbins and Peter Diamandis. Life Force is a leader in proactive care. The Life Force membership includes everything you need to understand your wellness and help you make good decisions today that keep you on track in the future for your health. Listeners of my show get $250 when they first sign up for their membership by going to mylifeforce.com slash ed. That's mylifeforce.com slash ed. Take control of your wellness with Life Force and see what the healthiest version of you actually looks like and is capable of. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
hey, listen, we're all carrying around some form of stress, big or small, and you don't want to keep things bottled up. It's healthy to talk out loud with somebody about things that are bothering you or that are weighing on your mind or just decisions that you need to make. And that's why therapy from BetterHelp is one of the most helpful things you can do for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, and it'll empower you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those that have experienced major trauma. Therapy is for people that just want to work through things and maybe learn to make decisions better, work through an emotion that's not serving them right now. And so if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, it's flexible, and it can be suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You'll get matched with a licensed therapist. If you don't click, you can switch therapists anytime you want for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EdShow today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EdShow. But also, you got to be eating good fiber, man. I've always been on the fiber train, man. And and there's a lot of doctors out there that are super pro-fiber. And then there's a lot that are super no-fiber and just meat. How you eat how you eat. But I really, really think that it's irresponsible to look at fiber as a part of your diet that should be just thrown away in the garbage. I agree. Fiber is so powerful for the body, mm. so powerful, mm. but most powerful for your gut ecology. Those pa- those be- beneficial bacteria, oh, they are consuming that fiber. They're having a they're having a a, a New Year's party every time you eat okay. fiber. Okay. And on top of that, they're giving you back very specific nutrients. They're helping break down, produce micronutrients, right? Mm. And also giving you short chain fatty acids that are going to your brain and then your brain health is better. I'm sure you've had someone talk about this stuff and we know about this, but I would say fiber is so, so important. Where are you gonna get fiber from plants? And and when I started, I came out of school, I loved nutrition. And, And I still love nutrition, but I really loved it. And I was talking about plants, all the colors of the rainbow. Right. And this is still as important. I don't care how many diets came out since. It's still classically important. And there's so much data to support it. Plants are some of the healthiest foods. Yeah, beans, legumes, amazing stuff. But when we think about colors of the rainbow, that's our, that's our format. We want to think a rule of thumb when we're going to the supermarket. Mm. By the time you're checking out, look at, look at the colors of the rainbow. Do you have a mango, an orange, lettuce, mm. maybe an eggplant, blueberries, right? Mm. Do you have red, orange, blue, violet, green? All of the colors of the rainbow. Why? Because mm. each color pattern is giving us very different uh, nutrients, antioxidants, carotenoids, anthocyanidins. They're working in the body as anti-inflammatories, as antioxidants, mm. but also different parts of the body are benefiting even more. It has a systemic effect, but heart, brain, kidneys, gut. This is why we can't just be like, I'm going to eat healthy. I just eat kale. I'm going to eat healthy. I just eat kale and zucchini. No, man, you need to have that variety, not only in colors, but also in just in foods. You want to make sure you have that abundance of foods. The healthier your gut is, the more variety you can have in foods. The healthier your gut is, the different colors you can have in foods without having reactions, quote unquote. Got you. Yeah, I evaluated that. I'm like, I eat meat. I mean, obviously, I eat a lot of protein. And I was like, but I get a lot of greens. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that eat meat or that are trained physically think, well, I nailed the vegetable thing. But the truth is, for stuff, I need to go to the grocery store more and actually experience that. But the other part of it is like, there's not a lot of colors. And when I saw your work, I'm like, I don't got any blues. I don't got any reds. I have no oranges. I don't any of that stuff. I got green and meat. 
Right, you right. Know, I got green and meat, and I think I like. I think in my case, and a lot of people listening, like, well, I'm better than just people that eat chicken and meat all the time. I'm throwing some green in there. Yeah. I've got some fiber yeah. at least, but it's it's something that I haven't done, and it's it's one of the my takeaways in preparing for this interview is like I need more colors of the rainbow in my my nutritional program. For sure, man. Yeah. For sure. Think about it. Everything has, like I said, an affinity for different organs. So there's, listen, I remember I was really into fitness in college and I was eating chicken, rice, broccoli, pretty much for every single meal, maybe yeah. some oats, maybe yeah. some eggs. Yeah. And and I get, I get that whole fitness industry's approach, mm-hmm. but also let's add some colors, mm-hmm. right? Let's get creative. Maybe mm-hmm. you put a handful of blueberries, raspberries, one of the highest pound for pound fiber fruits out there. Put it in there. Put it in your in your breakfast. Put yeah. it in your shake. Put it in something. Mix it up. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel less inflamed. And different organs are going to get stronger. Again, it's a systemic effect. But again, these different colors have different affinities, right? Stronger eyes, stronger heart. You're so brilliant, by the way. I love I being in your man. presence. I always say this, that the smartest people have an ability to take super complicated things that they understand on a complex level and translate it in a simple way so that people like I can understand it. Mm-hmm. That they don't have the need to be sound like the smartest person in the room, even though clearly with the two of us in the room, you're the smartest person in the room, right? Only but, for this stuff, man. No, brother, th- th- listen. W- by the way, this is the most important stuff. So I'm going to go to some random stuff, which is super random. Um, hip tightness. You did your research, man. Yeah. You, you are the best research podcaster I have sat across, man. You did <laughs> your research. You. And, le- and let me just say this. Mm. We're talk- we talked about Zone of Genius and we mm. talked about the embodiment. And, and this is what you do for all of your stuff, man. Like, Thank you. I, I, first of all, I was so bad at math. I was so bad at business. You know, like I, I have people around me that do that because mm. they're so good at it. Mm. But, but you make me understand better. Thank you. I tell you what, you keep me alive and I'll help you with that stuff. Okay, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> keep me exactly. alive. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, it's, it's, and this is, this is, this, that's the connection. So, yeah. hip. Mm-hmm. Ooh. A lot of us don't even think about how tight our hips are. And I, I started talking about this because I've seen close to a thousand people one on one. They've came and they go, I want my emotions expressed. Yeah. I want to heal. I want that. You know, okay, great. Let's go through it. Again, I ain't the healer. The body's the healer. Mm. I just open the space for you to feel safe enough with yourself to express the true you, Mm. the one that society doesn't judge, the one that your parents didn't judge. Unfortunately, one of the most judged parts of us is sexuality. Yep. One of the most judged parts of us for men and women, my God, the the hip tightness in men is we can't even dance and move our hips to the left and right because that's too feminine. That's gay. No, 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 no. Right? Unless you're a Latin man. I was born that way. <laughs> yeah. But, but do you, I, I, I was just thinking of a Edwin Ariave, my really good friend. He's Colombian. He's got dude. some moves. Man, he's got some hip looseness. He's man. got some hip looseness. We're born with that. <laughs> shout, shout out to, to the Latinos out there. But, we, you know, we, I do live events, right? And there's a, there's a dance session. Like, we have everyone dance. And I, I always tune into the men. The first dance session, they are like robots, Wizard of Oz, Tin Men. Mm. Towards the end, they go through a lot of emotions and they're cracked open and they're moving fluidly. And I go, what happened in three hours? Yeah. What changed? And, and, and they cried, they yelled, they cried some more, and then they were just more comfortable in their body. Hip tightness and hips, the, the root, the genitals, the lower back, they all tend to hold a very specific set of emotions that I see. Okay. And, and I always say the smartest people can, are open to being wrong and say, also, I don't know everything. And I, I don't. Agree. I'm learning a lot about this. Agreed. 
the guilt, shame, and repressed sexuality are so manifested in the hips. Mm. And when I see a woman who has period pains, infertility, pain with sex, something's going on. Mm. Oftentimes, it's a repressed sexual authentic expression. I actually think this is the biggest wound in humanity, is we are ashamed to proclaim our sexuality. And, and whatever that looks like. Sure. Just yeah. to say, I'm a sexual being. Oh my God, and that's not evil. Mm. I'm a sexual being and I'm not being judged. It's okay. It's okay. And sexual being doesn't mean I'm sleeping with everyone, but mm-hmm. it could mean that I just feel good as a man proclaiming I'm sexual, but I'm also soft and sensual. Right. Whoa. That doesn't mean that I'm too feminine or that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I'm seen in a, in a way that I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I can be both. Yes, you can. And when you come to that truth, you notice that your body just feels better. Your hips feel better, right? Things open up. Now, I will say this. I will say this for women. There's oftentimes when there's tight hips also, if there's an abortion, a miscarriage, a rape, a molestation, a surgery, there's often anger and sadness also in the hips and the womb. Mm. That's very specific for women who've gone through that. They often hold that. But a lot of men have that fear of just being who you are, right? Because there's a lot. You ever see the goop sex show? There's, there was the, the, the sexual that went on Tantra and body and they had the sex coaches? Absolutely, yes. Okay. I have. There was a scene where one of the men, all he knew was pornography sex. This yep. is what men grow up on. Yep. Right? This is all we know how to have sex. Yes. And this man, when they find, he, he was working with uh, Jaya, the coach, and she was doing this energetic movement on him and he was connecting to his body and his body started shaking. He started crying. And I felt so deeply for that man because I go... That man, all his life, for however old he is, I think he was in his 40s, thought that sex was just intercourse and get it out of me. Yes. When in reality, his truth, his authentic sexual expression was a lot more energetic, meaning that he needed to connect. He needed to feel an energetic openness. He needed to stare at the eyes of his partner, Mm. right? Before they even, that was his foreplay. Mm. Instead, foreplay was pornographic foreplay so he never felt fully authentically in his sexuality Bro. and this is this is so important and i can't understate this enough everyone listening ask yourself are you truly authentic in your sexual self forget parental forget religion forget everything what is your true sexual self are you afraid to be who you are sexually are you more kinky are you more sexual are you more sensual are you more energetic who are you as a sexual being have you ever thought about this mm. and can you express that safely and authentically with your partner or whoever it is notice how your body feels when you're in your authentic expression of sexuality oh my god you are liberated mm. you feel so good and so yourself because it's such a deep wound that we hold you have talked about even for you that that was your view Big of time. sexuality as well, right? Big By the time. way, which I think takes a measure of courage for someone in your stature and position to say that. And when men are together amongst men, that's even ratcheted up more. And so this is really something to evaluate. And and c- connected to that is shame. And a lot of your work involves this. Um, Shame showing up in the body and then giving, this is profound, everyone. Listen really closely to this part I want him to speak on because he's awesome at this. But there's this shame that can only be released by giving yourself some grace. Yeah. Right? And those two words resonate with me. I, I think even in my case, I always, I'm open with my audience. I have shame about things that I'm not even sure what they are. Yeah. Meaning, 
I did. I have. I think growing up as a child, I had an alcoholic dad, as you know. There's a measure of shame that came with that that wasn't my doing, but I remember thinking, man, I don't want people to know our families like this. Yeah, yeah. And I would carry that to school with me every single day. Or when my dad was yelling, I remember thinking, they can hear him down the street in their house. They must think. So there's a measure of shame. Like you can carry shame from things that aren't even your bags. And then, of course, there's your bags. You made a mistake. You didn't treat somebody well. You told a lie. You were human. And what Dr. G's work, you guys, is that this is stored in your body and your emotions. And it's going to show up until and if you give yourself some measure of grace. Mm. So, and it has shown up for me in different ways in my life. And I, I, I'm at such an interesting time in my life, and it's the reason that your work resonates with me, where I'm like, I do want to show up as me. It, the sexual me being more sensual, Absolutely. right? Not just so whatever that Absolutely. is, right? And in my personal life like this, being more authentic and transparent and vulnerable with people feels good to me. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. actually feels good in my body when I do it. Feels yeah. good emotionally. I feel good about me when I do it. So talk about that relationship between shame and then in the body, the heart, and then grace. Yeah. And, and thank you for sharing mm. your background. Mm. I want everyone to notice when you feel awkward, that is shame. When you feel awkward, you're holding in, that's your shame being activated. Wow. Right? So think wow. about it. How many of us feel awkward just when we see things, when we see someone expressing something that we want to express, but we judge them instead? right because we're triggered by them why are they dressed like that i don't like how they're dressed it's oh my god as a man or as a woman you can't dress like that the truth is is that the part of you that feels awkward and disconnected and 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 wanting to be like just create distance and triggered by them the truth is is the inside of you the part of you that wants to express like that is being shown now i want you to think about it growing up in your household and feeling oh god i want the neighbors to hear i don't want the neighbors here this is too loud this is too loud Mm ironically is giving your body the signal that I can't be fully big, fully me. And it's, it's crazy because you've created such a beautiful brand for yourself. It's helping so many people and you have this bigness to you. But I wonder how much more personally so you walking the streets, you at a party, you walking through the office is, is even wanting to be expressed more of. Yep. And it's, I can't understate this. The fascia in your body has no linearity of time. It doesn't care about past. It doesn't care about future. Meaning that that's why we talk about inner child. We're talking about our fascia. Our fascia remembers just like it happened one second ago. Wow. That's how deeply it is evolutionarily to our protection. Mm. So if you grew up in a household that had an alcoholic dad or alcoholic mom or bipolar, it's just not safe. Mm. And you have not done any work around that you are not going to feel safe in your own body because your fascia believes that it's still in the same moment as it was 40, 50, 30, whatever years ago. So this is so important to understand. This is why it's protecting you. The fascia is always protecting you from the environment. This is why when there's someone raising their voice and getting loud and it's reminiscent of dad, there's a part of you that contracts. Jeez. Right? Bro, can I interrupt? Hey guys, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. You know, in all of my businesses, and I've been blessed to have several of them, I've used Indeed now for a number of years. And the main reason I do it is, if you're like me, I don't want to waste a bunch of time interviewing people that aren't qualified for the positions that I have. It's one of the hardest jobs in the world, right? 
or they are qualified, but they're not interested in making in the move at the given time. And so with Indeed, you have a thing called Instant Match where they match you with quality candidates within 24 hours, and you're in front of people that want the job, that are qualified for it, and that you probably want to hire. I wouldn't go anywhere else. They've delivered great candidates to multiple businesses that I have right now. So here's what's great. Listeners and viewers on my show, you get a $75 sponsored job credit right now to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash MyLet. Just go to Indeed.com slash MyLet, which is M-Y-L-E-T-T, right now. And you can support our show by saying you heard about Indeed here. That would be great, by the way. Indeed.com slash MyLet. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. When I'm in a restaurant and someone's loud, it drives me nuts. Right. Nuts. And I'm always wondering, like, it doesn't bother anybody else at the table except me. Like, why are they being so loud? Because that sensitivity is in your fascia. Your body remembers as if it was yesterday. So any loudness is going to trigger you internally. Now, you're of rational mind. You're a grown man. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to go, okay, I'm going to shake and I'm going to cry. Or I'm going to be like, hey, shut up. Don't be so loud. Mm -hmm. You're going to be rational and be like, okay, hey, this is bothering me. But let's get back to the conversation. But guess what? You can stop listening, but your body's not. Your body's going to be contracted. You're going to get in your car. You're going to get home and be like, I don't know why my back is hurting again. I don't know why I can't really breathe today. It's because your body's communicating with you. Hey, there's some things inside of you, whether it's anger that wants to be expressed for dad or sadness and pain. Why were you like this? Why wish we that needs to be expressed out of you. And that's everyone listening. When you feel awkward or feel triggered by someone else. That is your body talking to you. And you have two things you can do. You can either ignore it and judge them and be like, fuck them. Mm -hmm. Or you can be like, why am I feeling this way in my body? There's something about this person, right? For me, and you said I've been very open about this, like I grew up in a place where we celebrated like frat living, right? Mm -hmm. Drinking, partying, Jersey Shore. This is Mm -hmm. where I was. Like Mm -hmm. you've seen the show. That's real. Like that's what the consciousness is. Guys would celebrate sleeping with the most women at the end of the summer. I was in that tornado. Mm. And there was a part of me that felt so inauthentic doing it because I knew I was much more soft. I knew I was much more gentle. I knew I was much more of, I want a connection. I've, I've always been more romantic. I grew up like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but it was so hard not being that. It was easy, easier being just one of the frat, type, frat guys, right? Yeah. So it took many years for me to come back to that place and go, hold on, wait, that's not too feminine, right? That's not too feminine. Mm-hmm. I can be sensual. I can move sensually. I can be slower. Mm-hmm. I can make love, mm-hmm. not just fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and this is, this is where so many men are, this is me. I got to get out of me. How do I, yeah. and instead of going, hold on, take a moment. Like, what's true for you? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's when we talk about the sexuality and sensuality, but shame is everything. You could be ashamed to just be big. You could be ashamed mm-hmm. to take up space. Mm-hmm. You could be ashamed to to do anything. You could be ashamed when someone's angry and you don't want to get angry. Shame, that's why shame is such a iron blanket on our shoulders. Mm. And it puts us, it puts our tails between our legs. Mm. And ultimately what that does is it holds back your authentic expression, which is ultimately the 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 state of health that everyone I I want the world to be in is authentic expression. Because when you're in that state of health, you've told your body I am me. And when you tell your body that, your nervous system is in harmony, you're immune, your hormones, your gut, you're able to eat what your body wants to because you know what you want to. And, and on top of that, you're giving to the world what you're here to do, right? When you're in your authentic expression, just you being you shifts mountains. Just by you being me, you don't have to put in the work. You put in the work, but you don't have to 
push against the grain. You can just show up and flow and be like, this is me. And the words that I say that are authentic to me, why are they touching millions of people? It's because you're you and people feel that. This is what you said in the beginning of the podcast before we started. You go, Dr. G, you say these like things, but people feel you. People feel me because I'm coming from my authenticity. Bro, your work is so brilliant and profound. And I'm going to share with you, I'm going to confirm with what you just said. This last week, I was at a um, golf tournament, a celebrity golf tournament. I brought my son in it. And um, the, I want to make sure I say this the right way. But the night before the tournament, I ended up in a long t- conversation with Caitlyn Jenner. And I've watched Caitlyn's life when Caitlyn was Bruce. Yeah. I'm yeah, old enough for that, yeah. for the Olympics, all the way through to this day. And um, I've always had a genuinely good feeling about her. Same time, that issue... I haven't been able to navigate my true feelings about, first off, I always want somebody to, be able to express them true selves, but yep. all the way to men, biological men fighting women in sports, all these issues are very complicated right. for me and I don't feel comfortable with that. And then does that mean I'm not supporting of trans people? You know, that right. whole dynamic. And so there's been a, I don't know what I would call it. There's a curiosity slash probably some assessment of Caitlin for me. And I ended up, we ended up talking for like an hour and I can genuinely say that it was one of the most enjoyable conversations of my lifetime. And it's one of the people that makes me emotional actually to say this. One of the people I have liked the most I have ever met in my life. Mm. Trans, non-trans, athlete, non-athlete, celeb, non-celeb. So much so that the next day we were at another event together and um, we ended up sort of just gravitating to one another. She yeah. says, man, you keep showing up on my phone and all this motivational stuff. And I said, that's probably because we were talking and now the phone yeah, heard yeah, you, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But we had this visit the next day and then I watched how everyone responded and people filming her and this or that or the other thing. And I remember, I think the reason that I liked her so much is exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. That assessment, judgment, setting that aside, this person is their authentic self. And that overrides everything else that's the noise in someone's life. And I think that's a pretty extreme case of someone expressing their true selves who knew they were going to take enormous criticism, enormous blowback. And then even in the trans community, because Caitlin doesn't support all of the, you know, niche issues of trans people. And so, wow, what a gutsy person to come out as trans, to change their, their, entire life and look and then at the same time say and i'm not locked up and barrel with all of you either on some of my beliefs it's like that no matter if you i'm not saying i agree disagree with stances positions any of that stuff what i'm saying is what overrode all that was this human being is their authentic self mm-hmm. man is that attractive man was that interesting so much so that i'm expressing it on my show right now yeah. a week later yeah. so i just want to make sure that i acknowledge you, you guys there is something to this, just being you and expressing you and being free to be you that is so attractive, so magnetic. So attractive and magnetic, yeah. that's yeah. the word. Yeah. And, and in order to be you, you have to face the parts of you that are you that you don't want to look at. Mm. You have to go into the proverbial house, the body, and open that closet that is the angry you with horns and fangs and a tail. Mm. And you have to open up the closet and you have to see yourself on a fetal position crying the heaviest tears you've ever cried or in another closet you shaking so scared of monsters when you were a kid whatever it is you have to see that in order for you to fully be you Mm -hmm. because ultimately you know you hear so many people go love yourself 
And I go, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. How do we even do that? Right. Mm. Essentially, when we were children, we are this full spectrum of expression. We were that as kids. We, we know that because we were the saddest of the sads. And then a minute later, jumping on the bed and the joyous of the joy and everything in between. We and self-help and motivation, we go, let's just look at the light. And you got to be all of the loving, positive emotions, negative emotions, you know, go for a walk or do some breathing, meditate through them. No, man, you have to embody all parts of you mm. until you embody all parts of you. You cannot use the word love for yourself. <sighs> Unconditional love. You know, when people say it's a container, what does that mean? It means it's the container that holds all parts of you the heaven and the hell, the dark, the light, all parts of you. And then once you hold yourself fully, you can hold another, you can hold a lover, you can hold your children. Then you've held so much of your deep grief and deep sadness for the shit that's happened in your life that when your child cries, they ain't triggering you. You don't have to say stop crying. You can be with them fully open-hearted. You know how many women I see and they go, I, I love my dad. He, he provided and protected for us, but I never had an emotional connection to him. Why? It's because that man has, doesn't have an emotional connection to himself. He's never looked at the pain that he's holding. And until a man does that, it's going to be very difficult to have a deep connection with your wife and your daughter. So this is our responsibility as men. This is our responsibility as humans. And here's the biggest superpower all human beings have. We know. We have this awareness. Even if it's so turned up and we think we're unconscious, oh, we know. We know when we're not doing what our body wants to do. We know when, I, when we're not being authentic. We know when we're putting on a mask. We know, and we definitely know when people are doing it. This is why Jesus. people can only fake people out for so long until things just stop working out for them, right? But you can't, you can't just fake it out. At some point, people are going to be see through the bullshit. Yes. And this is why we buy stock in people who we go, that's the authenticity. Um, I want stock in that. Whatever they're talking about, they, they're just being them. Yeah. And they're radiating from internal, external, and the external is lining itself as the experience to them. Bro. Not internal, how do I show up for the world so everyone likes me? Bullshit. You got to be you, and whoever likes you, will they'll find their way to you. Brother, this needs to go everywhere, what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the, given how profound what you're just saying is, it's like, even if you don't even agree, what I was just talking about with Caitlin, like, you didn't even agree with the person's position or stance, there's something so attractive yeah. about somebody saying, this is who I am, and it's okay if you don't like me. Yeah. And what ends up happening is, there's a magnetism an affection, an attraction to something that is real and true to somebody, even if it is like I have friends of mine that, you know, are super political. I'm really not that much, but like super left leaning, like, oh, my gosh. And then I got friends that are super right leaning and they're both really great friends of mine because I know who they really are. And there's something awesome about that, even if I think they're both wacky. Yeah, that's 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 a beautiful way to say it. And and. And this is what was happening. Caitlin was only mirroring your authenticity. Mm. What you saw in her is you. Mm. So that shows you there's parts of you that are dying to come out. That, the, that doesn't mean it has to be that. Yes. But there's, there's, there's parts of her, the authentic, the I'm big. Mm-hmm. I don't care who sees me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something in you that even more wants to be expressed. I think absolutely you're right. right. This is why we're attracted. Yeah. This is why we're attracted to people who are being themselves unapologetically, mm-hmm. not hurting people, but being them from their soul out to the world. I think you just explained why I was attracted to you. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I, I sought this man out and now you all know why. Yeah. Right. And I told you, by the way, in the very beginning, I'm going to ask you one more question. 
that we could easily go three hours. Can you believe we've been doing this for about an hour now? Like, that, I can't even believe fast. this has been an hour, right? I mean, it's flown by for me. So the last piece I want to ask you is a hard question. I don't know if you've been asked this before, but part of your work is like, surrender to what is, right? This, I've heard you say this statement before. So this is a hard question because I'm, I'm in both camps on that. There's parts of my life that I have to surrender that these are parts of me or these things have happened in my life and they're part of my journey and they weren't failures, they were lessons, they weren't experiences necessarily, they were also lessons. Same time, I want to know that I have the power to change things in my life as well. So how do you navigate, and that's a hard one, mm-hmm. how do you navigate, you know, surrendering to what is, but also holding on to the belief that progress and change is within me and and to some case, my duty and responsibility. Mm-hmm. So how do you navigate those two yeah, things? Yeah, this is very important. I do both. You have okay. to do both. Right. When you surrender to what is, see, emotions, let's go back to the emotions, won't move until you bring acknowledgement, awareness, and surrender to them. Mm-hmm. That's always a step in my practice when I work with people and myself. You have to bring awareness that you're tense. You have to bring awareness yeah. to that there's an emotion there. And you have to allow it. Surrender. You're there. You're allowed to be there. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, Mm -hmm. just like people, emotions just want to be seen. They want to be seen that I'm here. Mm -hmm. You know I'm here. They're in that closet and they just want you to open the closet and be like, hi, I'm here. I know I look scary, but I'm here. Mm -hmm. When you accept, acknowledge, and just surrender to what is, ironically, that's when things start shifting. The energy of resistance, well, you can push against it. You're going to tire out. Right. You're going to go, okay, this is, this is what it is. I'm going to change it and I'm going to grind and I'm going to go against it. Mm. You can do that. The human will is unprecedented. You can do that all your life, but you ain't going to feel good. You can also go, here's what is, I accept what is. It's a shitty situation. I grew up shitty. My current situation is shitty. Whatever it is, I'm going to accept it. I'm going to see it for what it is. But also I have the power to transmute that energy into something else, right? Just like you have the power to transmute repressed anger, for example, into that potency of clarity, of love, of empowerment, of boundaries, of all the things that you've been looking for. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing when you allow it to express or let it be, just be, you're there. It's okay, I surrender. I, I want to heal, but first let me surrender that I'm sick, Ooh, right? Yeah. Let me surrender that, okay, I've been resisting that like my health isn't that good. Mm. let me take a moment and be like, I'm not in the best of health. Ultimately, when you're saying that, you're telling your body, now I'm ready to heal. So you have to do both. Bro, you're brilliant. I have a friend of mine that's in recovery right now. They're a few weeks into recovery. They're actually in rehab right now. That's exactly what they've done. They've surrendered. I have this problem. I've got this ailment. And once that surrender happens, now let's go to work Mm -hmm. on living a different life, on ridding myself of this ailment that's harming myself and so many other people around me. And I'm very proud of that friend that's, that's doing that work. Yeah. They're doing exactly, exactly verbatim how you just described it. Yeah. The application of Dr. G's work, you guys, is so profound. I told you guys on camera that if he was a stock, I would buy him. I told him off camera, though, that when he speaks, I not only learn things, but I feel things. Mm. And uh, unbelievably awesome conversation today. And I want to thank you for being here. And you and I are going to be friends for a long, long time. Hey, listen, I, I feel that energy already. Yeah. There's, there's an authenticity to you, man. There really is. Thank you. You're in your, you are in your purpose and you're giving what your soul is meant to give to the world. Yeah. 
and more. There's more to you that I feel it wants to be like kicking down the door and be like, I'm here. Likewise, brother. And what everyone felt today was two people um, trying to make a difference in the world and being their best selves together. And when you do that alone, you're powerful. But when you find like-minded people that want to make a difference together, you can create magic. And this hour was magic. So thank you. Everybody, I want to ask you to please share this show with anybody and anyone that you care about. Make sure that you're following Dr. G on, well, let's go to his Instagram, Gonzalez, and also you guys Heal Thyself podcast mm-hmm. and docgonzalez.com is his website. Mm-hmm. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. All right. God bless you, everybody. Max out your life. This is the Ed Milet Show.